Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. There's so many people that live vicariously through you. I would give anything tonight to jump in one of these uniforms with you guys. To do something I never had an opportunity to do. My father never saw me play. You play for your fathers tonight. No games on the schedule? That doesn't stop us from talking football. It's time for the Majerus Family Foundation Wisconsin Football Coaches Association Show. Presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Win on three. One, two, three. Here are your hosts, past WFCA president and head coach at Milwaukee Vincent, Tom Swiddle, and the fans' high school insider, big-time Mike McGiver. Welcome into the Majerus Family Foundation, Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM The Fan. You know, in studio with me is Doug Sarver. He's the AD at St. Francis, past president of WFCA and All-Star Game chairman. And, look, I wanted to Coach Swiddle on for the whole show with us, but you you walked in and said, you got to cut him loose after the first segment. I said no, but you're kind of in charge right now, <laughs> Coach Sarver. We're also joined by past president of WFCA head football coach in Milwaukee, Vincent. He is out of town today, but still joining us, he's Tom Swiddle. Hey, Co- hey, Coach Swiddle, you got to talk to Sarver about trying to cut you loose after one segment. No, you, you will not uh, do that today with Mike Taliendo coming on. <laughs> I'm going to guarantee you. <laughs> that, you know what? Hey, Coach, thank you so much for taking the time to, to be on with us for the first two segments. At 10-15, Mike Caliendo, former Western Michigan and Brookfield East All-State offensive lineman, recently signed with the Kansas City Chiefs as an undrafted free agent is going to join us. And uh, Coach Swiddle is kind enough to stay for those first two segments before he, he gets back out to the golf course or to the, the pool or whatever he's doing. <laughs> and uh, and he will certainly enjoy that. The rest of the show, Coach Sarver and I will uh, will do our best um, with a great lineup. Thank you for that, by the way. Hey, Tom, with Doug with us, uh, let's talk about the All-Star game coming up July 15th and 16th. 
Um, I know, I know budget wise and, and fundraising wise, we're, we're still plugging along and we're trying to get to, to, uh, what our goal is. And so far so good. We've got a ways to go yet. Yeah. It's always, uh, um, you know, we get towards this time of year, end of the school year, and the kids are busy doing a lot of different things, but we're trying to stay on them to continue their fundraising for a great cause, Children's of Wisconsin. And uh, I'm very confident we are going to be able to reach our goal. That's excellent. Doug, what, what, um, what are you doing nowadays with, when it comes to this? I know there's been some changes as far as location. Everything's set, ready to go? Yeah, all the staffs are in place. Uh, the rosters are in place. Hopefully there won't be uh, any more kids that pull out of the game. Uh, we have that for various different reasons. They might be going to college and the college won't let them or whatever it might be. But we're on three sites this year again for the second year in a row. We're at UW-River Falls, we're at UW-Whitewater, and we're at UW-Oshkosh where the games will be held. Boy, I'll tell you what, um, that week before you're going to be busy. Gas prices will be about nine bucks a gallon by then and you know, it's gonna, you're gonna you're gonna need about a thousand bucks to get everywhere. Yeah, I'm gonna have to ask Dan Brunner for a raise. Yeah, trust me. Well, good luck with that one. These those Hartford boys are tight with their wallet. That's all I know. Hey, if you're looking, look, we, we need your help on this at chwevents.org, chwevents.org, and do me a favor. You know, go to the South Large because that's uh, the, the the team that Coach Swiddle is going to be helping out Jake Walter and that staff with. And if there's anybody on there that played at the high school that you went to, you can also uh, donate uh, to the team um, and and do do that because it goes to a great cause. It stays here locally, and obviously we're all huge fans of Children's of Wisconsin. And you know what, fifty bucks, twenty bucks, whatever it is. Uh, we could uh, we could use your help. And again, as you look at that roster, um, take a look at uh, one of the players that may have gone to the high school you went to and, and help that player uh, get to their goal. And again, that's chwevents.org. Hey, Tom, when, when the rosters start to change a little bit, again, there's kids that, you know, have, have been invited, they've accepted, and then their college might say, hey, look, we're not gonna, we don't want you doing that, or you need to be on campus at that time. Is it difficult for you guys to fill those roster spots? Um, I can only speak for my experience with the South Wire. This is the third time that, that I've done this, and I can say this year has been particularly tough for us um, in, in we have a couple of positions that um, we ran out of nominations for. And so we were making cold calls. We were reaching out to coaches just to see if, uh, you know, they had a player that might be interested in playing. And so there's been a little bit of work this year for the South Large, but Doug probably knows more intimately the other, the other teams, what they've gone through. But uh, for South Large, it has been a, a difficult yeah. uh while for us to get that done hey tom our our current electric superhero of the week this week and in fact he's coming in studio is uh outside linebacker from whitnell uh carter Wynn, and he's going to uh, xavier university in the fall uh to continue playing football so if outside linebacker and i watched his uh his huddle tape yeah he's he's pretty good He's in, in fact, he's really good. So if there's if there's an outside linebacker spot, I've got a kid that uh, that doesn't mind hitting people. I, I can tell you that. So hey, Doug, um, difficult as far as finding players. Well, I think what we've got to do is is redo the guidelines, and we'll do that in the summertime here. And, and for next All Star Game, we'll have some different rules and some things to follow. 
Uh, one of them being where we're probably going to allow more nominations in the large schools good. to help that pool of uh, players and athletes. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea, and I would think there's going to be no pushback from that. No, absolutely none. Well, and I also think, and, and Doug, you and I have talked about this, and I think we have to also uh, maybe educate is the best word, uh, the coaches who are nominating players, because it wasn't just players who – um, had their colleges and universities say no to them playing in the game, but there were people that were nominated that could have played that said no. And, uh, you know, that's what we found in any way difficult with the, the South Large this year. There were players nominated, and they decided not to play. So I don't know what happened between the time they were nominated and the decision to play in the game, but uh, things changed for a number of kids. Hey, Tom, you know what? And, and we do this uh, when we talk about the All-Star game. But I think it's really important to, to, for parents and coaches and these players to understand what this is. That week, and you've been through it twice now, and, and you can speak better than anybody because your son went through it. And all of the things that he gained after that week, not only feeling really good and learning more about children of Wisconsin, but playing another high school football game and then getting a chance to, to meet guys that he, he competed against, and, and now they've become friends, that whole week is so much more than just getting on the field at Titan Stadium. And, look, you, your son, when we've talked to him about it, the memories he has had about being part of that as a player and a ball boy, he, he'll never forget. Yeah, yeah, he was a 9-year-old ball boy the first time I coached in the game, and yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned uh, this often, Mike, and it's so true. Uh, TC has lifelong friends from his All-Star Game experience. Uh, last summer, he stood up in one of his teammates from the All-Star Game uh, wedding. Um, it was just a great experience. Um, it was a great experience for me as a coach. And uh, the, the lifelong bond that is built with that experience is second to none. I think what happened, Tom, over the years, that we, we stood pat on our reputation, our great reputation of that uh, that event, and now with a lot of new coaches coming into high school sports, uh, they're maybe not as um, communication with the with their players as we would like to see because they don't know a lot about the event. Right. So we knew we need to do a better job informing our coaches what this event is all about so they can take that and communicate it to their players. Hey, hey, Doug and Tom, the, the other part, and I just kind of went through, look, they, they gained some knowledge of children uh, of Wisconsin. That, that, that is such an understatement behind this because they get a chance to meet people from there. They get a chance to understand that there are kids that have needed children of Wisconsin and where the money that they're, 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 they're gathering to donate, where it goes to. And that's a major part of getting these kids to understand that, that the world is not just about them. Well, and the family stories that are told when the players meet the children's um, representatives, the, the families that come and speak to them. In, in 2016, we actually had a player on the team who had a, a younger daughter um, that was uh, working with children's, and um, his mom spoke to the team, was one of the families that night that they did that. And it literally brought tears to the eyes of the guys. And I think that that's so when you're talking to these, these younger coaches that might not understand the importance of it, 
you know, more than more than coming out and playing another football game and playing a sport that you obviously love because you've you've uh, played all through high school and now you get a chance to play against some of the best of the best. But that other part of it, all the other things, get a chance to get away for a week, hang out two days, goof around with these boys and and have some fun before you get ready to go to college. And I think, Doug, I think you're onto something. I think that's one of the reasons maybe you need to rebrand this a little bit and and get get these younger coaches to understand the importance of this. That's absolutely what we're going to do. We're going to rebrand our event. Uh, Again, Mike, I tell the kids and the parents every year at our meetings, this will be the best event and experience of your life to this point. And I have heard that from players and coaches for many years, and I expect it to happen again this year. We just got them got to get them to understand it and know about the event better than they're getting from their coaches right now. Yeah, because you know what? When when we started doing this show, Tom, I mean, it was we, you had a list of players that were calling, asking, hey, look, I'm ready. If you need somebody, you know, I, I, I'll i be ready to step in. And, and I really think we need to get back to that. Yeah, I, I agree. And and so there's no misconception here. It's not like the game is in trouble or the All-Star Games. We have plenty of people who are playing. Correct. And, you know, this year was just a little bit tougher for us. And, again, I can only speak for the South Large for us to fill out our roster. And, uh, you know, all those things that Doug as chairman is, you know, as the All-Star Game chairman is talking about, we are going to do those things. And uh, but believe me, the game is healthy. It, we have a lot of people participating. We are raising a lot of money for children's, so uh, things really are good. Hey, um, Tom, when when you, when you say um, that part of it, when when what is the commitment level for for this for these kids? So if if uh, one of these, uh, when you talk to these kids, how much do they have to do before that week that they show up at Whitewater? Well, there's the big piece is the fundraising piece, right. and uh, you know there is a lot of work involved with that. And um, you know, we as coaches, you know, I have my position group that I'm working with, so you know, there's reminders that I'm sending out about that stuff. But um, you know, you you work and you know within your your framework of family and friends and school, and you try to raise money for for children's um, hospital, and so that's like the biggest commitment that you have is that fundraising piece, um, along with, you know, getting in shape and, and uh, you know, being prepared to play when you report to your camp. CHWEvents.org. If you're, again, you're feeling led, you want you want to be able to help some of these these uh, student athletes. And that money stays right here with Children's of Wisconsin. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Mike Caliendo, former Western Michigan and Brookfield East All-State Offensive Lineman, Recently signed with the Kansas City Chiefs. We're going to talk to him about his journey to the NFL. This is the Majerus Family Foundation Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM. The fan call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Selling a little... Or a lot. <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast welcome back to the Majerus family foundation Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by our local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. We are now joined by Mike Holliendo, former Western Michigan and Brookfield East offensive lineman, recently signed with the Kansas City Chiefs. Hey, Mike, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks a lot for having me. Yeah, thank goodness that uh, you're not going to have to block for like a great quarterback, just a mediocre quarterback with the Chiefs, right? <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, definitely. I'd say he's pretty good. Yeah, I'd say I'd say he's he's really good. Hey, um, the, the option to sign with the Kansas City Chiefs were there other options for you as well? Uh, there were some other options, uh, but I think the Chiefs organization was the best fit for me, and uh, was just down there this past week for uh, rookie Benny camp, and I uh, couldn't be more excited to be there. And I mean, it was a great experience down there. Hey, Mike, you were a academic All-American and, and you know, uh, the, the college lifestyle at Western, Western Michigan. Obviously, you took care of your grades. This is now a full-time job, correct? Exactly, yeah. Uh, I think uh, in college, I did everything to the best of my ability, whether it was uh, in the classroom or uh, on the field, in the weight room. Um, so not much is going to change going to the NFL. I think I prepared myself 
Um, and the coaches and everyone at Western Michigan prepared me for this opportunity. Um, and it's just time to get back to work. Mike and Doug, you've you've coached a long time, and, and you've had players that uh, always did the right thing. And, you know, they, they were successful, and their success was well-earned and deserved. I have to tell you, that's Mike Caliendo. You know, not only was Mike a great player and leader for me, but he was a hard, as hard a working player as I've ever had. And when you have your best player on your team is also your hardest working player, you've really got something. Mike, I, I can't tell you enough how proud I am of you and how happy I am of you. I'm telling you and your wonderful parents, Sue and Charlie, must be absolutely ecstatic. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can't thank you enough, Coach, for everything you did for me in high school. And, I mean, definitely would not be in this position without you, without Coach Johannes and the Gonrings. Um, I'm just so blessed to uh, have had the opportunity at Brookfield East, and it was a perfect situation. And got to credit you for turning that program around. It was, it's been great since. Well, and you certainly paid the price, Mike. You know, you stayed at Western Michigan. You took advantage of the extra year of eligibility because of COVID. You even switched positions to prepare yourself for the NFL. What was that like, moving to center? Yeah, so when we when I found out I was going to be able to come back for an extra year due to COVID, um, that was kind of one of my selling points with our coaches. I was, they obviously wanted me to come back, and uh, I told them like I need to play center if I want to do this thing in the NFL. I got to show show the scouts and coaches that what I can do at center, and I know I feel like that's a great fit for me playing center. Um, for the Chiefs, I'm going to be playing all the middle three, but. I think that transition and showing versatility like that helped me a lot um, being able to uh, get a contract and sign. Hey, hey. Well, you know, this isn't the first time you've played center, Mike. I've got a picture of you uh, that your dad actually took in seventh grade. You're snapping the ball to TC. It's just the two of you in this shot against Brookfield Central back in the seventh grade year. And so I know you've got some experience there because I've got that picture to prove it. Yeah, yeah that was, I think, I think I had a couple snaps in high school at center, but other than that, the last time I played center was in youth football with TC and all those guys. So, yeah, definitely some good experience back then too. That's hysterical. Hey, Mike, uh, yeah, you were a pro football focus, was the offensive line's top run blocker, right? Did did not allow yep. a sack quarterback hit on the year, just two quarterback hurries and one penalty. Now, I've seen Brookfield East offensive linemen, one penalty. I don't know if you could play for uh, Swiddle anymore. He likes those big, <laughs> nasty boys. Hey, were, did, did you have – was there a thought that you may get drafted? There, there was. There was an opportunity. I know a few teams had me on their board. Um, but the way it, way it shook out, um, got it ended up with that free agent deal, and I'm super excited. I think it worked out great for me. Yeah, it's talking well, – as a free agent, Mike, you can kind of choose your team. You get drafted. I mean, certainly being drafted means something, you know, when it comes to decisions on, on making, you know, the team and, or, or whatever. But, um, you know, the fact that you had multiple options probably worked in your favor, as you said. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was worked with my agent, um, my parents, trying to figure out uh, what would be the best options going into it. We knew the teams that kind of had the most interest. Um, and we were all we were prepared for if I ended up not getting picked, my name wasn't called. We were prepared, ready to go. Had a list of teams that would best fit for me and uh, best opportunity going forward. Uh, try to last as long as possible in the NFL. Hey, Mike, can I ask you a question? When when I'm looking at your bio, the first five things that come up 
our you know academic all-American, distinguished scholar, athlete, um, academic all-district, academic all-MAC. I mean, just first team, all all of that. When 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 we're talking to high school age kids, and you, you know they're struggling in the classroom because because they're not paying too much attention to it. What would you tell these kids the importance of making sure they take care of their business in the classroom? Yeah, I mean, I for me, it was always the number one priority was uh, getting my schoolwork done before any of the football stuff. Um, always prioritize that right after practice. Do the schoolwork, um, get that out of the way, and then you can do whatever you want later in the day. But um, I would say just have time management. Don't procrastinate. Uh, Eliminating procrastination is like a huge key when it comes to uh, being successful in multiple things, especially as a student athlete, where you have to be successful in multiple things in order to make it. So I would say just time management and uh, staying as locked in as possible and always having a balance, um, too, with social life. And you got to have those things in your life as well, but you got to make sure you prioritize the most important things. Mike, you, I, believe that you're still interested in medical school is that correct that is correct yeah it's kind of on hold right now with uh all this nfl stuff that's going on but uh down the road is definitely still something i'm interested in i'm kind of want to see how all this shakes out um, before make that decision i guess well good for you hey you went to the mini camp this week uh did you meet uh, coach uh Blaymeyer at all i don't believe i did okay He's a wide receiver coach for the Chiefs, and uh, okay. he actually coached with me at Wauwatosa East way, oh, way no back way. when. Yeah, he did. He was a law student at Marquette University. He reached out to me. Uh, he volunteered and, and coached with my freshman team at Wauwatosa East a couple years, and I've been remained fairly close with Coach Blaymeyer. So if you ever get a chance to, to talk to him, you know, like one-on-one-ish, um, you know, just mention that uh, you know me. I'd love to see his reaction to that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm heading back down there tomorrow uh, for OTAs to start on Monday. So I'll definitely seek him out and let him know for sure. Fantastic. We we are talking to Mike Colliendo, again, former Brookfield East All-State offensive lineman, played at Western Michigan, and now uh, signed with the Kansas City Chiefs, heading down there, like he said, tomorrow and got to go to work on, on Monday. Hey, what was it like that first kind of day that you were there for minicamp? Was it was it overwhelming for you, or were you able to to kind of take a breath and just gather and and uh, and and just enjoy it? You know what? The first day when I got there, it wasn't too overwhelming. But um, <laughs> after kind of I got the call that I was going to be signing with the Chiefs and had that all worked out, that's when it was kind of a little bit overwhelming. But I had like five or six days before I had I went down there to kind of gather myself and like just know that. God's got me no matter what and uh, whatever happens just work work as hard as I possibly can and show what I can do and whatever happens from there happens um, so I wouldn't say it was too overwhelming but definitely a crazy moment walking into that locker room knowing that seeing your name tag up on one of the lockers is pretty nuts did, did they have you rooming with people or did they have, did you have your own space or what so yeah for minicamp we had roommates uh, my roommate was another one of the undrafted free agents that they signed as an old lineman. Um, he was released right after camp. So, um, but now when I go back down there, we'll be in like an extended stay hotel and no roommate. So I'll have some, some space to myself, which will be nice. I'll be down there for about a month. So Oof. a month, 
man, I, why am I nervous for you? I don't even know you, and I'm nervous. I'm feeling nervous for for you. I, I've got to believe that your mom and dad are just so proud and, and excited for this next chapter in your life. They Yeah, they definitely are, and uh, definitely the nerves come and go, but uh, at the end of the day, it's just football. Um, something I've been we've been doing since fifth grade with TC, so... Uh, not much has changed. Just keep working hard, keep your head down, and uh, stay focused. Mike, I know you're going to make that team, and I, I am so pulling for you as everybody else that has any connection to Brookfield East football. Um, you've made us proud, and you will continue to do so. Best of luck. Thanks, thanks so much, Coach. Thanks a lot for having me on here. It was awesome. Man, hey, Mike, thank you very much. I really appreciate a few minutes of your time. Coach Swiddle, uh, thank you very much for setting that up. Um, yeah, we will uh, cut you loose. Uh, have a good uh, vacation. Uh, say hi to Ingrid for me. I will certainly do that. Absolutely. Thank you, Doug, for sitting in for me. You got it, Tom. He said his back is sore from carrying you. That's what Sarver <laughs> said. Hey, we're going to get to a break. Back to the pool, Tom. I, I'm back to the yeah. pool, Tom. Other side of the break, Paul Engen, uh, WFC Hall of Fame member and past WFC president. Uh, a couple of times, Doug? Twice, yes. Twice. Going to join us on the other side of the break. This is the Majerus Family Foundation, Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show, presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back to the Majerus Family Foundation, Wisconsin Football Coach Association show. Man, Doug Sarver's got some rhythm going that whole disco <laughs> route. Get back in the chair, Coach Sarver. I we think. are pre- pre- presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM The Fan. You're like John Travolta over there. I think Paul knows better than that. Yeah, I, man, he's got – hey, Paul – Coach Sarver's got his leisure suit on, got the chains going. Man, he looks good. We are joined by Paul Engen. He is the WFCA Hall of Fame member and past WFCA president. Hey, Coach, how are you? Fine, thank you. Yeah, you don't believe me when I said Sarver was up doing doing his disco dancing, did you? You don't believe that. Uh, actually, I would probably believe it. <laughs> Many years ago, Paul. Many, many years many, ago. Yeah, one of those South Side. I don't know what was over there on the South Side. Leisure suit, Leisure platform suit. shoes, and bell bottoms. Man, I've got pictures of that, Sarver. And I, you, if you're not nice to me, I'm going to share them on social media. Hey, Paul, thank you so much for a couple of uh, minutes of your time. I, I really appreciate that. Can we talk? How long have you been coaching, by the way? I started coaching in 1965, so I think. Uh, this coming fall will be 57 years. Wow. And you're the head coach where? I'm not the head coach. I uh, am an assistant coach at Appleton North High School. I was formerly a head coach there. I retired as the head coach in 2008. And a young man that was uh, a player for me, coached with me, he took 
over in 2008, and um, it's kind of an interesting story. About two weeks after I retired, my son was named the head coach at Appleton West High School, which I served as the head coach for 26 years, and he asked me if I would coach with him, so I did, which was an interesting experience. And I think it was like nine years, and then he retired, and I think a couple of days after he retired, Rob Salm, the head coach at Apple North, asked if I would coach with him. So that's where I'm at right now. Man, I, I'd love to look at the clothes in your closet. They kind of go different colors, right? Uh, blue and orange. maybe and uh gold man oh man that that's awesome you obviously still have a passion and love for high school football because you know look i hope my wife isn't listening because i'm retired too as a high school basketball coach and um uh, you know if somebody calls and says you want to come on staff i don't know how that go over at home how did that that went over i bet great when you were coaching with your son but now over at Apple and North, everything okay at home with that? Yes, it is. Uh, I've been fortunate. Uh, my wife has been my strongest supporter, sometimes my most critical person. But she's been there every step of the way. And very frankly, you have to have that to be in the business as long as I have. And I've been very fortunate. Amen. Mike, as you know, I retired from coaching a few years ago and took the athletic director job at St. Francis High School. Paul has been an athletic director for many years also and while coaching. So I don't know how you did it, Paul, but uh, athletic director and head football coach had to be a tough time. Uh, I was an athletic director for 36 years. I served as the athletic director at Appleton West from 1974 through 95 and then from 95 through 2008 at Appleton North. And I will be honest with you, it was a difficult time period. I go back to what I said previously, uh, without the support of my wife and my family, that could not have happened. And you remember the question I asked you when you told me you were going to be the athletic director at St. Francis? Uh, not really. What, what, what was that again? Probably. I, I, I think you'll remember what I said. Doug, I always considered you to be a very intelligent person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what yeah. in heaven's name are you doing as an athletic director? I think I lasted one year as a football coach and athletic director, Paul, so I did get out of one of them. Oh, man. Hey, hey, Paul, you had made a comment. You said, look, it was an interesting time um, with my son being the head coach and me being an assistant. I, I have had, um, because I do a lot of high school shows here, basketball and baseball and, and, and this football show, I've had a number of times where I've had a chance to interview guys who were head coaches and then retired and became an assistant for their son. And half of them went really, really well. And the other half didn't go so well um, because it was just a difficult relationship where, you know, I used to be the head coach and now I've got to be the assistant to my son. Um, How did it go? How was the relationship with you and your son? I'll be honest with you. When I, when we first started, uh, when you're used to driving the bus and all of a sudden you become a passenger, uh, that's, kind of difficult to deal with but a situation happened uh, I think a couple of years into the, uh, the, the the time that I spent with my son Brent after a practice I was really upset because our special teams were not ex- doing it what they needed to do and we weren't doing it very well and I was in charge of special teams and uh, afterwards I was really upset lamenting about this and that and so on 
And Brent said to me, Dad, let it go. And I said, but the da-da-da-da-da, I kept going on and on. And finally he said something that was impactful, hurtful, but it really sent a message. He said to me, Coach, it's not about you. And I remember thinking, boy, man, that's kind of harsh. I went home and I was uh, really down about it. But the more I thought about it, he was right. What was happening, I was losing focus on what it's really all about, and it's not about me. It's always about the program and about the kids. So the message he sent was really strong, and after that, I'd be honest with you, things went really well, and it's also helped me as an assistant coach at Appleton North, knowing that I'm part of the, the program, I'm not the program. Man, I'll tell you what. What, what a smart confident young coach Brent was to be able to say that to you and say, look, this isn't all about you. I, that that's a difficult thing. I think for somebody to say to his dad, who has coached as long as, as you have and understand, you know, the, the, the program to be able to say, look, that's enough. Now this isn't about you. You're, you're one of the coaches here. Let us just, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. And I give, I give him a whole lot of credit for that coach. It, 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 I do, too, and Brent had played for me when he was uh, at Appleton West High School. He was, I'll be honest with you, he was like a coach in the field, uh, and so I was not surprised that he was able to do things like that because he was not afraid to ask me questions when he was a player, and the questions he asked me were good questions, telling me that he had put some thought into it and so on, uh, but I will say at the time, uh, my ego was really hurt but it's the best advice I got at that particular time. And as I said, it's helped me coaching at Appleton North with Rob, um, knowing that, hey, I have input, but I'm not driving the bus anymore. I'm a passenger, and I want to do everything I can to keep that bus riding smoothly. Hey, Coach, what? Um, and we had talked about, what is your wife's first name? My wife's first name is Marsha. How, so during that that time, because I coached my son in basketball, and there was there was some difficult times early on with the relationship with my wife and my son Matthew's mom, where if I'm not starting her son at point guard because I think there's a point guard that might be a little bit better, there was some difficult times with that. How did was Marsh was was she the 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 um, the referee in the room sometimes? Actually. Um... There were, I'll just give you another experience with my son. Uh, when he was a junior, he uh, earned the right to start and was playing really well, and he actually got a little full of himself one night, and he was lamenting that his ankle hurt. So to make a long story short, I said, well, then if you're hurt, you can't play. And later he comes up and says, I'm ready to go. And I said, no, you told me you're hurt. And at the end of practice, he was really upset with me and our conversation was this. My, I said to my son, Brent, Brent, you have to understand something. When we're on the field, I'm Paul Ingen, coach. When we're at home, I'm Paul Ingen, your father. And I'm going to ask you this question. Have I ever brought anything from the practice field or the game field home to the dinner table? And he said no. And so that relationship, uh, after that, there was no problem whatsoever. And... If he had an issue with uh, things were not going well, you know, being a coach's son is not easy. Uh, the person that he would talk to is Marsha, and uh, that worked out really well. He knew he always had her support, 
and she was always willing to listen. And so it worked out well for our family. Our daughter was the same way. So, again, I, I've been extremely fortunate in so many ways. One was having a coach's wife, and Marcia truly is a coach's wife. Yeah, that's awesome, guys. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation with Paul Engen, WFCA Hall, WFCA Hall of Fame member and twice WFCA uh, president, now he's past president, been part of the Wisconsin high school football for a long time. And and I didn't know we'd get Doug. I didn't know we'd get off and talk about the family dynamic for that whole first segment. But I just find that really, really interesting. And, Paul, thank you so much for, for sharing some really honest comments about that. We'll continue our conversation with Paul on the other side of the break. This is the Majerus Family Foundation Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by our local pick and save stores on 1250 AM The Fan. Well, welcome back to the Majerus Family Foundation Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show. As always, presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host is Doug Sarver. He is the All-Star Game Chairman. Also, the athletic director at St. Francis, past president of WFCA. And our special guest is Paul Engen, a WFCA Hall of, uh, Hall of Fame member and two-time past president of WFCA. Hey, um, Doug, during the break, you said that Paul uh, Paul was a big uh, influence for you, and, and uh, he's done a lot of great work for the WFCA. Yes, when I started my stint as uh, one of the board of directors and district rep with the association, uh, Paul was uh, one of the... I think he was president at the time, and uh, he sh- he was one that showed me that great passion for the WFCA and, and helped me develop my passion for the WFCA and the work ethic that uh, still still is there today and is representing the WFCA. Paul has uh, been a, a major part of uh, the WFCA growing as an organization, and he continues to be part of it today. Hey, Paul, can I ask you what about the WFCA um, for you personally, meant so much because they look. You guys, that organization does great work within the state of Wisconsin, not only for for football coaches and for players, but there there's so many things that you guys do for families and and just for the state of Wisconsin. What about the WFCA um, has meant so much to you? Football, the game of football, has played such an instrument in my life. And one of the things I felt uh, needed to do was to try to give something back. And I tell you what, the WFCA is the perfect place to give it. Uh, when I first got involved, what I found was people dedicated to doing the best they could to make the program, and I'm saying the program, talking football, the best it could possibly be. And it, it has emerged, in my opinion, as the strongest and the best organization in terms of the WIA in the state of Wisconsin. Uh, we learned to work with the WIA to enhance the game of football, and in return they work with us, and Doug was a part of that. And so my whole idea was, okay, what can I do to give back? And I'm not trying to pat myself in the back or anything like that, because that's not what it's intended to be. It's the, how can we do the best we can do as coaches to promote the game of football? And I think the WFCA has done exactly that. 
Yeah, Doug, you'd agree with that, and and I would too. Hey, Paul, the 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 what you talked about with the WIA working together with the WFCA that was not always the case. And I know years ago it, it, it was difficult, and I think with with each side kind of moving a little bit closer to the middle and saying, well, why don't we work together on this? And I know that Coach Sarver had a lot to do with that. The relationship between the two um, is much stronger now than I think it's ever been. You are absolutely correct in that. Uh, when I first got involved uh, as a rep and then later as a president, uh, the working relationship was kind of frosty. And a lot of it had to do, very frankly, with football playoffs. Uh, there was some real strong feelings about not having football have playoffs. And I remember as an athletic director sitting at a meeting, listening to all the reasons why football should not have a playoff. And very frankly, they were counteractive to what was allowed for other sports, for example, one of the reasons they gave was lack or loss of school time. Well, if you go to the state basketball tournament, they have the tournament that used to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, so there is a loss of school time. And so it, it, it ended up being personalities. And what happened, very frankly, and I'm going to be bluntly honest about this, there was a gentleman by the name of Doug Chickering that came into the leadership role with the WIA, and I'll be frank with you, it was like a door opening. And from that point on, there was really strong movement. How could we make things better by working together, as you said? And since that time, Doug is a part of it now. You know, I went to our last football coaches clinic, and I listened to Doug and some of the people on the board as they talk about what's happening and the relationship with the WIAA. It, it is really strong, and people are doing everything they can to keep that relationship the way it should be, which means it's a benefit to the kids that play football in the state of Wisconsin. Hey. It's not about individual. It's about what can we do to make things better for the kids that play football. Hey, There's cool. an old saying, either you're part of the problem or you're part of the solution. Doug, in a and other members of the board have become and are the solution. Coach Sharver, um, you would agree with that because we've had that conversation about the change when when uh, when Doug uh, Chickering got involved, and he was more open to to say, "Okay, well, let let us hear your ideas." Where it wasn't just a brick wall. Yeah, and I want to give a little credit to Dave Anderson and Wade Lebecki also, who took you know, took a role after uh, Doug Chickering. Uh, our relationship with them just started to grow here in the last few years before they retired. And one of the things that did that was the uh, state uh, conference uh, realignment. And we got involved with that, and, and they were really good to work with. We were able to work together, and our, our relationship just grew, continued to grow. And some of the things that uh, Paul and others had, had done before as far as getting the playoffs ready, we were able to expand on that. I, I miss having Wade on this show. And and Wade's a little Wade was a lot like Paul is, where look he, you might not like his answer, but he's going to be honest with you, and he's going to tell you, look, this is this is how I feel about this, and the fact that he was a former high school football coach, I think, really helped in in his openness to some of the things WFCA wanted to do. Absolutely, both him and Dave Anderson, yep. both being high school football coaches at, and athletic directors at one time. 
Hey, hey, Paul, I'm looking at your bio on on uh, when you were inducted into the Hall of Fame. You haven't just coached football. You've coached a number of sports. Well, when I was young and dumb, yes, I did. Uh, hey, I was involved in basketball. Yeah, hold, was... hold on a second. Young and dumb and then basketball. <laughs> hold on a second there, Coach. Don't be doing that to us basketball coaches. And I also coached track. Um, and when I was at, uh, when I first started teaching, I instituted a, a wrestling program that eventually became a high school program. So I was involved in a lot of different things. Uh, and then later it became strictly on the football side because I was an athletic director and the time would not allow to do more than one sport. Well, you, you know, that young and dumb thing, that's cause he, he grew up in Minnesota. That that and now he's a cheesehead. So that whole the whole brain thing really he's increased that part of his life, uh, Doug. Just so you know. Well, I don't know about the dumb thing. Yeah, well, he but... brought it up. It said it's that Viking fan thing that that got got him when he was younger. And you, you're a true Blue Packer fan now, right? Uh, actually, I'm a college fan. I watched pro sports and so on, but I love watching college football because it's as close to high school as we can get. So uh, I do watch the Packers and, and all of that, but I love watching Wisconsin and as many college games as I possibly can. I, I just, I love the sport. Hey coach, I don't, I don't want to put you on the spot and, 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 and you don't have to answer it, but the, the best high school football player that you ever coached, who would that be? Oh boy, um, there was a young man, physically as talented as anybody I've ever been around. He was uh, a young man that went to University of Michigan. He could do just about anything you wanted to do. And I hate to really label um, the individual because I've been privileged to be part of so many, and some of them are not just the physical part of it, but it's the other part. The, the leadership that they bring to a program. And I'm not talking about a program. I'm talking about the program, right. your entire school community. And we had one this last fall. He played quarterback for us. You want to talk about an individual that was a leader, not just on the football field, but within the school. He's everything you would want in a young man participating in your program because he, he just had it. So I hate the name names. That's okay. I just want to say uh, about <laughs> people that I've been privileged to be a part of. It's uh, I can't even count the number of kids that have been influenced, not just the game of football, but me personally. Hey, Coach, i got to tell you, our next segment, um, and we do this every week at 11 o'clock, we name our current electric superhero of the week. And I call different principals at different high schools in this area, and I ask them this questions. I, I need a kid that does great work, a senior, does great work in the classroom, does great work in the, in the school, does great work in the community, and that one senior you're going to miss the most when they graduate. And it doesn't have to be an ath- a student athlete. Well, our, the, the young man that just came in studio, he's from Whitnall High School, and you exactly what you just talked about, the, 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 the kid from last year, He's a three. This kid's a three H student. He is a uh, he. He does. He's part of the school group DECA program, the peer mentoring program. He coaches third and fourth graders. He has been uh, the Iron Falcon. 
his junior and senior year, and that's awarded from the coaching staff the individual who both rep- who best represents the football program and what it means to be a Whitnell Falcon. He was captain his senior year. All of that stuff you just talked about, we got a kid in studio in studio from Whitnell High School that we're going to talk to next segment. But everything you just said is this kid. That's that's what I love about coaching. It's you get the chance to meet those kind of people, and like I said, they have a tremendous influence on you as a coach. Uh, my best teachers, in many ways, have been student athletes that I've been privileged to coach because they said the right thing at the right time and just had a tremendous influence on how I chose to do things as a coach. Man, Paul, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Paul Engen, I really appreciate uh, all of your time and uh, have a great summer because you know what? Camp is going to start here in a few weeks. That's correct. And thank you. And, And Doug, thank you. Thank you, Paul. And we'll see you soon. Take care. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Carter Wynn, our current electric superhero of the week, will join us. This is the Majerus Family Foundation Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.